0: of That's right, the Podcast. Unfortunately, Farooq couldn't record this week, but I have a very special guest speaker with me. Um, this week, myself, Katie Mulvihill, and Kai Manning will be joining me today. The article we will be talking about today is all about transgender healthcare in Ireland and is titled, What's the Tea in Ireland? Welcome, Kai. Hello, hello. Um, so, the inspiration for this article that I wrote, in fact, came from Kai, because we have been BFFs since we were little babas because um, our yes. dad and best friends our whole life um and I have to say, like other than kai it's it's really not like published out there in Ireland like at all unless you're actually looking for it you you might find a few bits, but I think like Kai really opened it up to me and like it just made me realize how little of it there is in ireland and like the more i looked into it and the more i was doing the article like obviously i knew my few bits but like actually doing the article itself i really got into like the nitty-gritty parts of like statistics and like do you know the cost and everything of it, and it was actually shocking like a quote i have in there is like as like intrigued and fascinating as their stories were they were also so heartbreaking because like I just want to mention as well that um so in my article I've interviewed Kai Manning who's with me today luckily <laughs> and um, Noah Halpin who actually uh, created the this is me campaign and um, has worked with Simon Harrison has been fantastic but unfortunately he couldn't join us today but um so Kai yeah tell us how did you feel when I first asked you to join the magazine?
1: Um, I was really excited to get like to be a part of it because it's not something like you said that's kind of out there a lot um yeah. a lot of the times when like I talk to my friends about trans issues and stuff, it's kind of the only time they ever really hear about it, so it was nice that it uh it was such a young and fresh platform and that it was being published and something like that,
0: yeah, absolutely. And um, just, I want to mention, like, when you actually did tell me you were trans, like, it was actually, it was really cute because we were planning to get matching tattoos. And the tattoos. Oh, yeah, the tattoos. So, like, I'm a Pisces, so it's my Pisces constellation and Kai's um, Aries, so it's his Aries constellation. But for, like, two or three years, I was like, what was I saying it was? I was like oh, it's just a little uh, spaceship in the middle, but it was actually Saturn.
1: It yeah. <laughs> was tattooed on
0: my body for, like, two or three years. Like, what an idiot. But, um yeah, so, like, right before we were about to get those, like, matching tattoos, um I remember, like, Kai like, literally just sat me down and was, like, really, really serious. And I was like, oh, God, like, you know, we're not very serious people. We're fairly fucking sarcastic, to be fair and um he just sat me down and actually no kai do you want to tell the story because like obviously talking about how you felt and like in that moment in time
1: um yeah so we i actually we were on the bus do you remember that
0: were we not sitting on your bed though
1: no no we were on the bus in galway and i was yeah and i I think actually no i think that's when i first kind of like started to say like you know Oh, I bet yeah, you said like, it, and I was know, so
0: dumb, I didn't even cop it on, like.
1: Yeah, I think it was more, I was like, you know, oh, it's a big deal to kind of, like, get a matching tattoo, and, like, all this sort of stuff, kind of, like, planting it in your head, and, uh, yeah, then later on, I just sort of said, you know, like, look, before we get this done, um, I want to tell you something, and I told you that I was trans, and it's funny, because in my head at the time, I really thought, I need to tell her this, because... I might tell her after we get tattoos, and she could be like disgusted that she has a tattoo with me, and that's genuinely like the mentality that I had. Yeah. Um, But I think when I started to come out to people, I started to realize that, like you know. Those who are good, true friends are going to stick around regardless. And I remember you when I told you, we're like, why would you think that's an issue? Like, it was just like, so like, no, it's just like, it's fine. It's it's who you are. It's it's what it is. I know,
0: absolutely. I am, do you know what? That's so funny. I was convinced that was on your bed, sitting on your bed. Uh, I don't know why. I'm I'm actually so dumb like.
1: I think, no, I think you could be right. I think we probably had like the bulk of the conversation there. But I definitely remember starting on the bus.
0: (laughs) But yeah like it is I mean I suppose I don't know because I'm not trans myself but like for me when you said it to me obviously I was just like oh like as if I care like you're my best friend it doesn't make a difference but in your head I suppose it was just building up so much and do you know it was something that meant so much to you and like obviously my opinion like means the most to you so. Uh...
1: <laughs> oh yeah of course of course <laughs> but no you're dead right like it is it's such a big deal you know that kind yeah, of way it, it's a huge thing and like the thing is uh, people ask a lot about coming out but you don't just come out once i yeah, had to come out it. multiple multiple times to everyone in my life like yeah. so it is it it's a big yeah. process
0: Uh one of my questions uh in the magazine was actually i don't know if you want to say it again but what advice would you give to someone who is scared or anxious to come out to family or people of high importance in their life
1: so um, something that I said in the article and actually something that Noah said too was that it's always case dependent. It's really, mm. really different for everyone. Um, I suppose like my advice is just to take your time. That's the yeah, biggest absolutely. thing is just like, you know, be ready in yourself. It's hard, you know, in a way it's a really, really yeah. hard process and you have to be like, you know, ready for it. Um, I think just w- my experience is all I can really talk about. And what yeah, I've done was I, uh, I wrote a letter. So I wrote that letter, I'd say, 110 times. I just kept rewriting it. And eventually I got something that I was happy with that, like, kind of wanted to get across all my points. So yeah. I went down to my mom and I read the letter. And for me, it was easy because I could kind of keep my eyes on the letter and focus on that. I didn't have to look up. And it just, it made a barrier for me. That's not it's how everyone it, like, should do it. Yeah, but yeah. it worked for me. It worked really well.
0: And I think, you know what, that's what something like yourself and know about said as well is... It is. It's so dependent on the person because, like, everybody's story is completely different. Although you may yeah. be going through a similar situation, it's completely different because people are thinking different things in their head. Like, to some people, maybe their siblings' like opinion matters so much more than their parents. Or maybe their friends' like opinions mean so much more to, I don't know, their grandparents or something like that. You know, it's so dependent on the person themselves. So, like, as much as I can ask you that question, you can't give advice to everybody, really, like... Do you
1: know? Yeah. And the thing is, whenever I talk about anything to do with trans related topics, I always say, you know, this is my opinion and this is my voice, yeah. this is how I've experienced it. But yeah. everyone is so different. Um yeah. something else just to note on coming out and something that Noah highlighted in the article was um sometimes it's not always safe to come out, you know, and yes, unfortunately for people much. they're not always in this situation to come out. Yeah. So again that goes back to what i said about taking your time you know be ready be in the right place and just you know yeah. end of the day the most important thing is you and your feelings i yeah. know it seems like other people's opinions are to be all and end all but you have to be happy um and coming out has done so so much for me and i think yeah. like it's like noah said you know he doesn't know anyone who regrets coming out it's been the best know, thing in their yeah. life um and that and that's really true so
0: Yeah, and that's so amazing. I'm so proud of you as well, baby. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) Another thing I just want to kind of point out for people who actually didn't get the chance to see the magazine is that, um, so the trans uh, flag is like a light blue, light pink and white. And I know I kind of mentioned it in the first podcast, but um, I thought Farouk did an amazing job at like editing it. So my friend, Neve Kennedy, (laughs) Need <laughs> Kennedy <laughs> did the illustrations and did an absolutely amazing job in the illustrations. I could not be happier. We yeah, they're actually... a phenomenal artist. So good. And like... Um Like I, we didn't get the opportunity to have like a photo shoot, so it was so great that like we got them to do the um, illustrations. But it's the colors that I love in it as well. Is that they really tie in? Is that the quotations in the article from Kai and Noah are actually that light pink color, and the questions that I've, I've asked are like the baby blue color. And I just, I just think they're like the whole aesthetic of it all is just very pleasing.
1: You yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. It looked great. And I uh, I was only saying to Katie today. The first time I ever kind of like got near the magazine was we were in such a busy, hectic situation. And I didn't have time to read it straight away. But even just opening the pages and looking at how, like like you said, aesthetically pleasing it was, I was just like blown away and uh, really proud of you too, Katie. Oh,
0: honey. <laughs> okay, a funny question I have here for you. Seeing as yes. everybody... Well, maybe it's just me, as on Tinder 24-7.
1: Oh, <laughs> but, yes, um, okay.
0: How, <laughs> how is dating as a trans person, do you feel?
1: Um. So this is funny because before I came out as trans... I was terrified of being trans and single. That mm-hmm. was like my biggest fear. Yeah. Um, how it happened for me was I ended up getting into a relationship before I would come out. Um, and I told her very early on in the relationship that I was trans and she was great about all that. So it wasn't much of an issue for me at the start. Yeah. Um, then I became single last year around. And again, I was really worried about like the dating scene Um but realistically you know it's not that different uh it's like anyone who's kind of like in the lgbt community has to like think about dating a little bit differently um yeah. but just like anyone else like it's kind of more or less the same something that i do is in my bio uh on mm-hmm. tinder i'll say that i'm trans because it saves me having the awkward conversation later on yeah, 100%. and then anyone who matches with me already knows that i'm trans so it yeah, just it's a lot yeah. easier for me
0: but do you actually like get
1: any matches do you know like with what that uh, well, uh well no what <laughs> one, one one a year maybe so
0: <laughs> one a year <laughs> on your birthday that's it <laughs>
1: um no but actually on that like that was something i was surprised about too i thought like putting being trans in my bio was like social suicide like i was never gonna get a match and it wasn't the case at all yeah um, so
0: Yeah, no, that's great, like, I think it's, I think you're better to kind of just get it off your chest, like, at the start as well, because the thing is, if you're, like, you know, if you're going to meet them, or, like, you're pondering on, like, that decision, like, how you're going to tell them and stuff like that, I suppose that would kind of get to your head as well, do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I just really, like, wouldn't like that, um, like, pressure on myself, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But... I just found it easier to just say it out from the start and it's not a big deal. You know in that way. So it's yeah. just like I feel like by not telling someone it would create a big deal. Whereas yeah. this way it's just it's out from the start, it's just it is what it is, so
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um. so lightening up the sitch a little bit, tell me about okay. that lovely story from Hanger.
1: <laughs> oh, um. so like when you're trans and you kind of go to that transition from using the girls' bathroom to the boys' bathroom, it's always a bit of a nervous time or vice versa, whichever way, but it, it's always a bit of a nervous time. And um, I had actually had other experiences in Hanger bathroom where I'd gotten kicked out of the girls' bathroom because I looked very masculine. Um, So I started using the boys' bathroom. And one of the first times in Hanger that I used the boys' bathroom, I went in one time and there was, like, quite a queue. And that usually doesn't happen, but, yeah, there was a bit of a queue. And there was a security guy standing in there trying to, like, hurry people up. So I went in and, obviously, I sat down. But he noticed that I was sitting for my feet. So he looked over the stall and said, Oh, come on, buddy, not the time to be taking a shit. Like, hurry it up. (laughs) And I said I'm not, and then I realised how awkward that was because I like he just looked at me so confused. And I mean, first off, I mean it's a bit odd for him to be looking over this stall in the first place. (laughs) But um, he like mean boys' bathrooms I found are a little bit more relaxed with stuff like that, and I suppose they're there to make sure that people aren't doing other non-bathroom related things uh, in there. So, but uh, yeah, that was funny just because. I mean, I it's only a situation Lord I could find myself right.
0: in. I would. Yeah, I was. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing but that look. just popped into my head there, because I actually Kai actually has like a little trans flag in his room. Yeah. But, um. Do you remember the day we went to the trans protest and we made yes. t-shirts? And like yeah. we spent like so we literally we woke up at like what like ten o'clock eleven o'clock and we were like okay we're gonna make t-shirts. What did we make them out of? Like crayons. Yeah we actually
1: used sandpaper You can like draw on sandpaper And then iron it onto clothes So that's a tip yeah. for y'all
0: So like what I did was Like I did like It was nearly Like now that you say it, It's nearly like a bathroom logo So like half was like a woman And half was like a, a guy And then like I just like flipped around Like the pink and the blue And uh, but we, we were making our t What was your t-shirt again actually? Oh you had oh, the Oh mine little... was
1: very basic I <laughs> just had a little flag in the corner <laughs>
0: Yeah mine was very creative
1: Yeah but, it was um,
0: Remember, we literally spent all day on the t-shirts. And when we got into town, we missed the whole protest.
1: Yeah, that was terrible. That was so bad. We literally got, like, the last
0: five minutes.
1: I know. I I felt awful. I felt so bad that day. Oh,
0: stop. But what was shocking as well was, like, even, like, when we were there, comparing that to, like, Pride or something... There was so few people there. Oh, now, it's sure tiny,
1: yeah. I'm no, sure it's great. It's great that, like, the oh, protests amazing. are really great. But, yeah. yeah, you're completely right. My my first trans protest I went to, and honestly, that was one of the most uplifting experiences for me mm. ever. Um, yeah, and I, I went on my own. I, like, none of my friends came with me. I, I met friends there, kind of. But, um, yeah, I just... It was unbelievable. But I remember th- having that exact thought as well, looking around and seeing, like, you know a couple of hundred maybe and just thinking the pride parade is so huge and so many people who are like straight and cis go to like pride and yeah. y- like you know celebrate it different. and yeah yeah it is and I looked around and honestly like a lot of the people there were like trans or were like you know had someone who was a friend who was trans and I just thought like you know it was kind of like the only people that were there you know that yeah. sort of way and like yeah. I, I would have liked to see more people get involved you know yeah
0: yeah no absolutely because like even for me like like obviously like i'm not trans but like i still 100 percent support the community and like i actually do love yeah. going to those like protests and doing it like if anything i can to like kind of help you know but it's it's shocking that like pride has such a big following and i obviously i know that's lgbtqi um but like you think kind of like a few more people would join like the protests with like trans healthcare in Ireland and stuff because it really is it is just as I was saying earlier it's so shocking how, how, how I don't want to be like going against the government now but like how they're dealing with it like just isn't how they should careful now <laughs> watch the FBI now catch me <laughs> but like no it's so true though and it's, it's it's when I was writing the article is when like it, it really like stood out to me like I mean isn't there, there's no top um surgery surgeon in Ireland is there
1: yeah. Um, I think, I, I, I'm I going to be honest, I'm not overly educated on that Because where I've looked at for my top surgeries is all abroad um, yeah, Because fair, fair. I think the thing is, it's like waiting lists in Ireland And like, you know, just, it's not that accessible, no No, so it's not at all mo- I, I actually, I haven't heard of anyone personally who's had top surgery in Ireland Everyone yeah. I know who's like trans has gone abroad for yeah. top surgery
0: Because I know when I was actually doing the interview with Noah he had just come back. I think he might've been, was it a month back? And um, like he had to say, I think it was Poland he might've got it done. Yeah, it was. And he had to stay in Poland for like two weeks. But he, I remember that night, like we went out like for a drink during the interview. <laughs> but um, like, I remember even four weeks later, he was say still saying like, it was absolutely killing him. And like, you know, he couldn't get any of his checkups like in ireland because like yeah all the doctors were like oh sure we don't know like we don't know what to do blah 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 which is absolutely yeah, they're like, like, it's disgraceful
1: it's just like they're like well that's not my surgery so i don't want to touch it i don't want to know about it like kind of thing yeah. but like you said when you get it done abroad you can only stay for a certain amount of time you well, know you
0: so you couldn't afford that like
1: no no so you stay for your like first kind of initial like mandatory checkups and then it's just kind of up to you really yeah um it's funny actually on that like you know that was something else I was worried about about being single was like you know when uh, when you get top surgery there's a lot of aftercare involved mm-hmm. and for the first couple of days like you can't do anything for yourself yeah. you know that way like, yeah, and no. like I had kind of relied on like a relationship for like oh, but, like, you know, someone's going to have to, like, wash me and, like, look after me in that way, like, and uh, your brother, uh, Daniel Mulvihill, who's my <laughs> <Shout out. laughs> other best friend. Yeah, shout out. Uh, I'm I remember best
0: friend. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, sorry, Daniel, my second best friend, so. Um, he, uh he said to me like you know man i'd do that for you in a heartbeat and if it means going over to like poland for two weeks or whatever i would do that oh, for you and yeah. it's something that always really stuck with me because it was like he's probably the only other person that i'd uh, want to do that for me like yeah, you know in that way it's absolutely. a very personal thing so oh, 100%, yeah,
0: yeah. so shout what... out to you daniel because <laughs> <laughs> i know no I brought a friend over with him but like at the same time that meant all his fees like all his accommodation flights everything was all doubled do you know? Like, oh yeah, cause, yeah. Cause he, like, cause I think he was saying like he didn't want to his friend to pay for everything. Because that's not fair either.
1: No, and I wouldn't either.
0: Yeah, like, but um, as well as that, like um, another question I have in here, which I think is really like topical, are like, what are your opinions on the Irish social view of being trans?
1: So like again, this is like a mixed bag, and it's hard to answer from everyone's point of view. Only what I've experienced, yeah. um, like not to get negative but like I have had some like experiences of like you know negative opinions towards trans people but mostly I have received nothing but like kind of welcoming and like good positive sort of interactions through it Um, obviously like as a like straight like Boy, I have, like, other... Like, my friend groups are, like, a lot of, like, straight cis males. Yeah. Um, cis, for, like, anyone who doesn't know, is, like, if you're basically not trans. Um, so I was really worried. And honestly, they're probably the groups that, like, accepted it the most. It was mm-hmm. just, like, straight away, yeah, you've always been one of the lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of way. So, um, in my experience, I've had a, a really good, yeah. like, experience of it. But it's not the same for everyone.
0: Yeah. I think you're lucky as well because you're in dublin i think the yeah. like view maybe bigger cities like limerick galway and cork would be a little bit more accepting as well but i definitely think like in smaller towns especially listowel um but like just even places around the country like i I suppose they're not like it's they're not educated on it so they don't know about no. it like do you know Whereas no. i feel like dublin are just so modern and they're so they're their they're own little world to be honest like um, but it's so much more advanced and it really is like all of that like you know lgbtqi like it's all really really accepted exceptional and obviously i mean you're going to have your people that are going to say like negative things and but i i just think in particular dublin probably would be the most open to it all anyway
1: no you're yeah you're bang on the like the head there with that something else probably to know is like geography looks queen. wise and like the way i act i suppose like i am more stereotypically like just masculine yeah um whereas like that's just m- me and that's just like my kind of like way of presenting myself but yeah. there is trans boys who are more like feminine mm-hmm. and that's completely fine but again like i think they might be more prone to bad reactions than i would be necessarily yeah do you know what yeah. I mean?
0: yeah probably um
1: Stuff, so, like. it's just, yeah, it just really yeah. depends.
0: It depends on the person, that's it. Like, I mean, everybody's different. So, yeah, you don't know yeah. what, what type of abuse people are going to get or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, do you have any more funny stories for us?
1: Um, I actually, when I was reading Noah's uh, article piece, like, the piece in his, in the article, sorry, <laughs> Um, I, like, he was talking about how, you know, when you're little kids and you show each other body parts and like how like that's kind of like funny and Ew, how he gross uh, <laughs> But that's when he sort of was like, you know, oh, like I think he said something like mine's just growing and uh, I thought yeah. that was really funny Yeah, and she was I had uh, spoken the article about how like I didn't really feel the difference as a kid much and I like I still really do think that because like, you know, I suppose I didn't have a chest mm. I always kind of had shortish hair um, I like as a kid you just don't really see it. I like I hung out with the boys. I just kind of considered myself a boy. I didn't really think yeah. about it too much. But something I was always really jealous of was that they could all pee standing up, <laughs> and I tried this multiple times as a kid. I don't know how I've tried every single way. Like when I was a kid, to try and pee standing up because it was just like my I just hated that they could do it and I couldn't. That's um, so funny I just guy. thought that's funny.
0: <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, I just another thing I really want to like kind of point out is just how like you can help. So I have it written here in the magazine is you can help by writing to TD. Okay, that again. You can help by writing to TDs following campaigns such as This Is Me, which Noah Halpin did create, attending protests and meetings, tweeting and posting on social media. And um, it is up to us, the people of Ireland, to make this country and its people unified, safe and loved. Um I just want to also say that um there will be a competition to uh win one of our very own fried magazines. Um so that competition is going to be up on Instagram hopefully in the next few days if not weeks. Um so yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Kai, thank you so much for joining today. Oh, very thank you plenty. for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, and thanks so much for being a part of the magazine. Like, you know, I, I it was for me definitely When I first heard of, and when I first, when any first wanted me on uh, the magazine, like I knew straight away that this was the article, this was going to be my main article. And like that inspiration was a hundred percent from you, like, because I just knew that this magazine was going to give us a voice. And that's just really what I wanted to say. And I just really want to make like this issue, like known to the people of Ireland so that we can actually make a change about it. Like, because I mean, even like gay marriage coming in, like that was such a, you know, special day for Ireland. Like it just, we, we we just we know we can do something. It's just we yeah. need to get off our ass and actually do something. Do you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. But, well, uh, I yeah. was so thankful to have you ask me to be a part of this, and yeah, it's been great. Absolutely. Um, Should and I'm, I'm so proud now. of you because it's it's a thank fabulous you. piece of work, and <laughs> all of you, uh, you really did a great job with the magazine. So. Oh,
0: thanks so much, Kyrie It's good, and thank you so much for everyone who made it to the end of this podcast. And um, we hope you enjoyed. And tune in next week for the fourth episode of That's Pride, the Podcast.